Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Uh, let's see. So yesterday you had a guest. Uh, a guest. A guest was on the podcast. I had a guest. He was here. They, I had a guest. Uh, he was not the guest reader. I am still the reader, but he was a guest, and uh, I think he did a great job, and we had a lot of fun. And we recorded a Patreon exclusive. So uh, by the time you are hearing this, that should already be up on Patreon. And let's see, I talked to somebody else who I think is going to record an episode for maybe a week from now or so. And let's see what else. Oh, and I talked to somebody else and we might do a Patreon exclusive. So, you know, if you enjoy this and you want some uh, exclusive stuff, go hit up Patreon because I am actually starting to put put some stuff up there. Slowly but surely, we're getting back into the swing of things. Um, okay, I think we can just start saying the words. This section, this today's episode, um, there's a lot of similar words, words that have a similar prefix, so uh, this should be very, very fun. Let's see, the first word is bracelet. B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T. It is a noun from the 15th century. Number one, an ornamental band or chain worn around the wrist. Number two, something as handcuffs resembling a bracelet. Yeah, I think sometimes they call handcuffs bracelets. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Luckily, I've never had handcuffs on me. Uh, But I cannot say the same for many people out there. Um, Well, maybe we don't need to go down that route. All right. The first, uh, no, the next word is the first form of bracer. Noun from the 14th century, an arm or wrist protector, especially for use by an archer. They need something to brace the wrist so it doesn't uh, go wibbly-wobbly on them, maybe? Next is the second form of bracer. Um, I think bowlers wear them, too. This one is a noun from 1579. One, one that braces, binds, or makes firm. Number two. A drink, as of liquor, taken as a stimulant. Uh, I don't think I've heard that used in that way before. A drink as a, as a bracer? Now we have bracero. I think you have to say it sort of like that. Nah, not necessarily. That might be insensitive. Bracero. Noun from 1920. A Mexican laborer admitted to the U.S. especially for seasonal contract labor in agriculture. Uh, This is a Spanish word, and it means laborer, from brazo, which means arm, uh, from the Latin brachium. Next is brace root, two words, noun, from 1885, and we have the synonym prop root, P-R-O-P, like in a movie, an actor uses a prop. Next is a prefix, brachy or brachio, and this is the prefix that we are going to be seeing uh, through pretty much the rest of this episode. Uh, so this is, uh, let's see, it doesn't give me a year. Number one, it means arm, as in brachial, B-R-A-C-H-I-A-L. And then number two, brachial and. And then the example for that is brachiocephalic, brachiocephalic. Put a pin in that one because we're going to see that again soon. Uh, So, yeah, basically it just means arm uh, or arm and. So here we go with brachial. That's the the example in the first definition of brachy. Brachial is an adjective from 1578 of relating to or situated in the arm 
or an arm-like process, as in the brachial artery of the upper arm. I've heard this word used in terms of the body, but I don't think I ever really knew what it was. So hopefully now uh, that I can, I've learned more details about it, maybe I can actually uh, remember this. All right, now we have brachial plexus, two words, noun from circa 1860. A network of nerves lying mostly in the armpit and supplying nerves to the chest, shoulder, and arm. The brachial plexus. Next we have brachiate. The, this is an intransitive verb from 1928. To progress by swinging from hold to hold by the arms. To progress by swinging. Oh, uh, oh yes. So the example is a brachiating gibbon. G-I-B-B-O-N. That is a, I think they are an ape. I don't know if they have tails or not. I think that's the difference between apes and monkeys. But I'm not entirely sure if gibbons have tails. Um, hmm. Anyway, uh, let's see. So, yeah, if you are on a jungle gym and you're, you're swinging across those things with your arms, you are brachiating. Brachiation is a noun and brachiator is a noun. Now we have brachiocephalic artery, two words, noun from circa 1839, a short artery that arises from the arch of the aorta, which I think is on the left side of your body, and divides into the carotid and subclavian arteries on the right side, called also uh, innominate, innominate artery, innominate artery, that's with an I. Now we have brachiocephalic vein, noun, it's a two words, noun from circa 1852, either of two large veins that occur one on each side of the neck, receive blood from the head and neck, and unite to form the superior vena cava, called also, oh, it's the same, oh, uh, innominate vein, so the other one was the artery, this one's the vein, I can never remember the difference, I think one of them goes towards the heart, and one of them goes away from the heart. I should know these things, but I do not, and it's hard to remember, because I don't study this all the time. Uh, let's see. Now we have brachiopod. Noun from 1836. Any of a phylum, brachiopoda, or poda, of marine invertebrates with bivalve shell, oh, shells, within which is a pair of arms bearing tentacles by which a current of water is made to bring microscopic food to the mouth, called also lamp shell. Let's find a picture for Instagram of these brachiopods. Uh, and brachiopod is also an adjective. So this is from Latin brachium plus the Greek uh, prefix pod, or in this case it's a suffix, uh, pod or paus, P-O-U-S, which means foot. So it's kind of like arm and foot. And then there's more at the word foot. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, next is brachiosaur. Or actually, it could be a brachiosaur. Noun from 1903. Any of a genus, brachiosaurus, of very large sauropod dinosaurs of the late Jurassic period, having a massive body, a very long neck, and four legs longer than hind legs. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, I think this is the one that 
Originally, there was the Brontosaur, and they're like, nah, it's, there's no real Brontosaur, which I think they've even gone back on again. I think they maybe mixed up this, the, the bones or something like that, but then they're like, no, no, it's really called a, a Brachiosaur, if I'm remembering correctly. We'll, you, we'll, we'll post a picture of one of these. I'll, I'll take a photo out my uh, backyard uh, porch. I don't have a backyard. Moving on. Um, anyway, why are these called Brachiosaurs? The, uh, the, the, the etymology... It's, it's using the prefix brachy, which we learned before uh, means arm, uh, plus the Greek soros, which means lizard. But I don't know why they gave what, what, what arms have to do with this, with this one. If I'm visualizing it correctly in my head, uh, I don't really understand the connection to arms. Um, so, yeah, all right, let's, I might have to look more into that. Next is a prefix. It's brachy again, but instead of an I, it's a Y. And uh, this one just means, oh, maybe this is where it's from. Uh, this, but it says it was using the prefix with an I. I don't know. It's so confusing. Anyway, the definition of brachy with a Y prefix is short, as in brick, brick, brachycephalic. Brachycephalic. Well, that's not the one we had before. We had brachiocephalic with an I-O. Um, why does English need to make this so complicated? Um, let's see. Yeah, this is from the Greek word brachis, and there's more at the word brief. So there's brachy with an I or an I-O, which means arm, and brachy with a Y that means short. Um, but here is that word brachycephalic with a Y. It is an adjective from circa 1852. Short-headed or broad-headed with a cephalic index of over 80. I don't know what a cephalic index is, but maybe we'll learn that in the future. Brachycephaly, brachycephaly is a noun, and this is from New Latin brachycephalus from the Greek brachy plus cephaly, uh, which means head. Uh, so it's short head, and yeah, that makes sense because the definition says it's short-headed or broad-headed, but I still do not know what that means in at all. Next, we have brachy... Oh, how do you say this one? Brachypterus. Bra- or no, it's brachypterus. Brachypterus. I'll spell this one. B-R-A-C-H-Y-P-T-E-R-O-U-S. Adjective from 1842. Having rudimentary or abnormally small wings, as in brachypterus insects. So this one does look like it's using the brachy with a Y prefix which is short uh, because it has abnormally small wings and I think that uh, yes so it's from brachy plus uh, pteron or or pteron however you want to say that p-t-e-r-o-n and that means wing and there's more at the word uh, at the word feather so uh, pterodactyl um, is a winged lizard from back in the day Um, archaeopteryx I think has that Pteron or Pteron word in there. That's a uh, an old uh, sort of lizard bird from back in the day as well. Uh, so if you see that word, you can know that it, it has to do with wings. Now we have brachytherapy. So it's still the same brachy uh, prefix, which mean which means short. I told you this was going to be a fun episode. Lots of similar words, um, and then the word therapy. So noun from 1954 radiotherapy in which the source of radiation is placed as by implantation in or close to the area being treated 
Uh, so I wonder why they have the bracky prefix here. If it is meaning short, then I wonder if that means, uh, or if the connection is that it's close to the area being treated, it means it's a short distance away from uh, the radiation source and the part that's being treated. I don't know. I'm guessing here. If you want to learn more, go look it up. Maybe I will too. And our last word is bracing. B-R-A-C-I-N-G. Uh, this is a an adjective from 1750. Giving strength, vigor, or freshness, as in a bracing breeze. Bracingly is an adverb. So we had, let's see if I can say all these words, bracelet, bracer, bracero, brace root, brachy, brachial, uh, or brachial, brachial, plexus, brachiate, brachiocephalic artery, brachiocephalic vein, brachiopod, brachiosaur, brachy, brachycephalic, brachy, brachypterus, brachytherapy, and bracing. Well, I like dinosaurs, nah, but we can post that on Instagram. Um, let's pick the brachial plexus. Those are the nerves that are mostly in the armpit. Uh, all right. I think that's good for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please go rate and review. Give me all the reviews you can and subscribe. Oh, speaking of, I recently learned that uh, iTunes, or I should say Apple Podcasts, if that's how you listen, may not show you all the episodes after I hit 999. We're not there yet. We got about a year and a half, um, just so I'm, I'm prepping you early um, if you are not subscribed, you may not get to see all of the episodes. So make sure you are subscribing because then you can have access. And you know, if you're listening to this like a year and a half from now, and I've got over a thousand episodes, if you're not subscribed, you may not see the old episodes. So, you know, go start from there and go subscribe and do that and share and things like that. So I've talked way too much. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. <laughs>